0: You're back. So is he. I'm Leslie Marshall. Brad Bannon is in the house here on the only true democracy in talk radio of four and by you, the people. Brad runs Bannon Communications Research, a polling message development and media firm. They help labor unions, progressive issues groups and Democratic candidates win public affairs and political campaigns. He's a lecturer in at Salem State University in Salem, Mass., and he acquired a position recently as a weekly blogger for EpicTimes.com. Formerly, he wrote for U.S. News and World Report. Brad, good afternoon. Welcome back, buddy. Happy hump day. Absolutely, big night last night. Absolutely, big night for uh, b- people on the left and right, uh, and uh, but more so, uh, so, I'd say no question, it was a big night for Hillary Clinton. This is what Hillary Clinton had to say last night after winning four out of the five states, and it looked like at first she was going to win five out of five. Here's cut one. Although we're waiting for final results in Illinois and Missouri, we know we will add to our delicate lead to roughly – 300, with over 2 million more votes nationwide. We are moving closer to securing the Democratic Party nomination and winning this election in November. You know, because of all of you and our supporters across the country, our campaign has earned more votes than any other candidate, Democrat or Republican. Okay, is she right? I mean, numbers wise, they are closer, moving closer to the nomination. Is a Hillary nomination inevitable? Uh, not only with super delegates, but even with just delegates from the states when you look at the landscape going forward. Bernie Sanders is heading to Arizona. I think he's going to do quite well in Oregon and Washington. And who knows? Uh, I think uh, I think Hillary will get the majority of uh, delegates in California, but Bernie has some supporters in this state.
1: Well, the simple rule of thumb is if the state is all white, Sanders will win. Uh, if it has a significant number of minority voters, Hillary will win. Uh, and in answer to the first question, right now Hillary has about 1,600 delegates. She needs uh, 2,300 and change to win the nomination, and Bernie Sanders has about 850 delegates. So, uh, you know, Hillary has quite twice as many delegates as Sanders has. So, uh, you know, she's uh, she's on her way.
0: It, 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 did you expect that Senator Sanders would call it a day yesterday, or do you think? Well, let's listen to what uh, Senator Sanders said uh, regarding the past uh, ten months. Here is a Senator Bernie Sanders cut to
2: We started this campaign at 3% in the national polls. We have come a long way in 10 months. And the reason that we have done as well as we have, the reason that we have defied All expectations is that we are doing something very radical in American politics. We're telling the truth. And the truth, the truth is not only, is not always pleasant. It's not always what we want to hear. But we cannot go forward Unless we deal with the realities of American society today, and that is what we are going to do.
0: Uh, Brad, Bernie Sanders, I've heard before, and a lot of people feel, you know, he's made his point. I mean, you can run without money, you could do a grassroots effort, you can be an anti establishment politician, even though he's been a politician for, you know, most of his life. And in, in, in addition to that, you know, that you can just hit home points that you have, quite frankly, all of your career, which is income inequality and, you know, democratic socialist points, if you will. Um, they, they have, question no question, Senator Sanders and, and his supporters with their money and their enthusiasm have come a long way. Um, they're not going to let up on this guy, but is there a point where it Hurts the party more than helps for him to keep going if the number is just not within range. Is there a point where he needs to put his support behind, uh, you know, Hillary Clinton? Uh, as the numbers show right now, it looks like she will be the eventual nominee for the Democrats. Or does it just go all the way to the eleventh hour in the convention floor?
1: Well, uh, my guess is uh, the uh, nomination for all intents and purposes will be settled uh, by June. Uh, this is why I think uh, Hillary Clinton will do very well in California for the same reason she did very well in Florida last night. Uh, She did well in Florida uh, because a majority of the Democratic primary voters were black or Latino. And you're going to have the same situation in California. And as I said before, anywhere – There are significant numbers of black and Latino voters. Uh, Hillary Clinton will do well if the population is pretty much exclusively white, uh, Bernie Sanders will win. So I I think she'll have the votes by June, uh, and I suspect at that point uh, Sanders will continue his campaign. I mean, there won't be any more primaries or caucuses, uh, but he'll, I guess, he has tons of money, uh, so I guess he'll stay in and just concentrate on making his point about issues, campaign finance, uh, income inequity. So I think he'll go all the way to the convention, but for all intents and purposes, the race will be over in June.
0: And will he be able to get his supporters? I've seen different polls that about a third of his supporters won't vote for Hillary. Who are they going to vote for, Donald Trump?
1: Well, good yeah, right. I mean, who are they going to vote for, Donald Trump? Uh, yeah, I don't think they're going to have many Bernie Sanders people vote for Donald Trump. Uh, on the other hand, uh, what it was interesting about last night on the Republican side, is that 39% of the Republicans who voted last night said they would consider voting for another candidate if Donald Trump was the nominee. Hmm.
0: Uh, Interesting. Uh, But, you know, there is that not another candidate. Although John Kasich seems to want to take this all the way like Sanders on the right, and he seems to want to take it to make a brokered convention happen. Here's John Kasich cut three.
1: Now I want you to know the campaign goes on, and I also want you to know that it's been my intention to make you proud. It's been my intention to have young people all across this country watch somebody and enter into politics, even though I labored in obscurity for so long, people counting me out, people in Ohio saying, why don't they ever call on him, okay? We get all that. But we put put one foot in front of the other, and I want to remind you again tonight that I will not take the low road to the highest office in the land.
0: We're going to take a break. We'll be back. When we come back, uh, Brad, I want to talk about, you know, what's happening on the right as well. And uh, what happened last night? Where we go forward and share some tweets. Follow me on Twitter at Leslie Marshall. We got an email from Paul. We'll be sharing with you. Uh, has a little, uh, 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 what is it? Fight to pick, I guess, with uh, Brad about something he said. And also call us eight 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 six Leslie eight 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 six five three seven five four three. Back after this. Yesterday. You want to join us? 8886 leslie Eight 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 six five three seven five four three. Brad, a few things. First, before the break, you heard Kasich. We're hearing things about brokered convention. We're hearing rumblings about Mitt Romney running. He, you know, spoke about, you know, people not... Uh, voting for trump we've heard uh you know previous at the rnc say you know the republican the rnc will support whoever is the nominee we've heard trump say that people will riot if he's not the nominee uh even if he's just shy of a few votes we've heard brokered convention and today john boehner endorses paul ryan so get out your crystal ball one so that people understand what happens if donald trump doesn't have that magic number and what happens if he is a handful off does close count in this type of a race?
1: Brad, are you with us? Donald Trump has more, uh, about 200 more delegates than Cruz has, and about 300 more than Rubio has. But if you project out... Uh, the future primaries uh, and caucuses, uh, Trump will finish with less than 50 percent of the vote. He'll finish in the 40s somewhere, uh, unless he starts doing a lot better. Losing Ohio was a big blow to him because he lost all of Ohio's 60-some delegates. If he had won uh, Ohio last night, as well as Florida, he'd be on track to win a majority at the convention. But right now, if you project his numbers, he's going to come up short.
0: Um, OK, so w- with all of this, you know, talk, how likely is it that Republicans would have an independent or a brokered convention? I think you've explained that on the show before what that is. Or do you think my prediction is they're all going to they're all going to wrap their arms around D- Donald Trump's and kumbaya and justify it by, you know, saying that, you know, he's you know, we're going to unite as a party and we just don't agree with 100 percent of everything he says and does. But he's the better choice.
1: Well, I think uh, I think last night uh, the p- people watching the returns on the Reagan building at, in Washington, D.C., where the RNC is housed, were probably not happy campers uh, because Trump won four of the five states uh, and. He's also, if you look at the national polls, he's running anywhere from 10 to 15 points uh, behind Hillary, uh, uh, actually 15 to 20 points behind Hillary and Sanders. And right now, established Republicans see Trump as a total disaster, uh, not only for him, but for the you know, member, Republican members of Congress that are winning. So they'll make an all-out effort to stop Trump. Uh, and the, the, the 39% of the Republicans who said they might not vote for Trump in November is a serious concern. So I think they're going to pull out all the stops. The problem is the Republican Party is damned if it does and damned if it doesn't. It's damned if it nominates Trump. It If it stops Trump and doesn't nominate him, even if he has a a close to a majority, Uh, because Trump supporters are going to be very, very angry uh, if they stop Trump from winning the nomination.
0: And and, um and uh, I want to, a lot of things. Uh, first of all, the poll of 33%, thank you, Mark, was with Vermont voters. But, you know, a lot of times they take, you know, a poll from one state and they kind of extrapolate it across the other 49. How likely is it that Bernie supporters won't get behind Hillary?
1: Well, from the uh, exit polls, uh, let's put it this way. Uh, a lot more Bernie Sanders Uh, supporters will vote for Hillary uh, than Donald Trump uh, supporters who vote for John Kasich, for example. So in terms of party defections, Trump has much greater liability than Hillary Clinton does on the Democratic side.
0: I saw today that in Pennsylvania, Bernie Sanders in Pennsylvania would, by I think approximately 5-6%, would beat Donald Trump more so than Hillary. And I thought it was interesting. I was sitting in the Fox Green Room, and it was Fox News, putting this up for Pennsylvania. But what about nationally? Every time I check RCP Real Clear Politics, it seems to change. And then you see things come out going that Hillary would demolish Trump in a national election. Today, would she? And what we're we're reporting today, how much does that change between now and November?
1: Well, for the record, uh, the last national poll that I've seen, uh, which was the Wall Street Journal NBC News poll had Bernie up by 18 points over Trump, and had Hillary up by 13 points over Trump. And of course, anything could change, uh, you know, between now and November. Uh, but Donald Trump will have a difficult time beating Hillary Clinton or Bernie Sanders. It doesn't matter.
0: But then uh, again, but then uh, again, Adam, Brad, 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 we have seen, we have seen, seen polls. In Michigan, for example, be completely wrong. I mean, Clinton had a double-digit lead, lost that state. It, when I, w- you know, when I put my phone down yesterday, at 98 or 99 percent of the precincts voting in Missouri, um, Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton were neck and neck, and then all of a sudden, there's you know, a double-digit difference, you know, when that with that last one or two percent, you know, uh, reporting. And, and I say that because right now what we're seeing are a lot of new voters coming out for both uh, Bernie on the left and Donald on the right. If the way the the predictions are and the numbers seem to be, and it is a Clinton-Trump race, his likability, at least among his, his core group of supporters, which is now up to 50 percent on a national level in the Republican Party, um, that – you know, I think that – he may be able to actually – I'm worried that he may be able to get more voters out, new voters out. And I'm worried that the more he knocks Hillary – and you'll know he's going to knock her and not just Benghazi from her husband and NAFTA. And he and Bernie do very well with blue-collar workers. Donald Trump doesn't do so well with youth. A lot of the youth would vote for Hillary uh, the poll show if he were to become the nominee. But does – you know with, with him getting ready – and he's starting today already – to attack Hillary Clinton, and with the attacks benefiting him, he's got a while. I mean, if, you know, the attacks start now or even, you know, go full force and, you know, double barrel, if you will, from July until Election Day in November, I I really don't think, I I mean, I got to say, I hate to say it a lot, I don't think he's as easy to beat for a Democrat, whether it's Hillary or Bernie, as the poll show.
1: Well, uh, I'm not saying Donald Trump will be easy to beat. Beating them will be difficult, but right now Hillary Clinton or Bernie Sanders has a much better chance of becoming president than Donald Trump does. Yeah, you're right. Trump is bringing in new voters, uh, but Trump is, uh, he's bringing in new voters on the Republican side and the Democratic side. There, there is a coalition, which I've talked about before, that elected Barack Obama. Uh, it's called the Ascendant Coalition. Young people blacks and Latinos uh and right now uh though all three of those groups hate donald trump and they will get out and vote not so much because of hillary but because of trump you you
0: you but you would think so you would think so we're not seeing the democrats come out like look at what happened in north carolina the numbers were uh, a joke compared to how they were in 2008 for democrats that came out to vote for barack obama in the primary
1: well, another way of looking at it is: last night, uh, 1.3 million people voted for Hillary Clinton, uh, and almost exactly a million voted for Donald Trump. So last night, Hillary Clinton got 300,000 more votes than Donald Trump did.
0: But don't we see more people, and we definitely see more Democrats come out to vote in a a general election? But won't we yes. see that in won't we see that in November as well? I mean, a lot of Republicans who don't like Trump haven't come out to vote in the primary. I guess in November it will be, do they come out vote for Trump, vote for Hillary, or just stay home?
1: Well, for every new voter Trump brings in in November for the Republicans, uh, Hillary Clinton will drag in two new new voters uh, in November. And because, you know, the reality is Donald Trump's support is greatest among white men. Some of my best friends are white men. I'm I'm all. I was going to say,
0: you're a white man. (laughs)
1: Yeah, but the reality is. The percentage of white males, especially older white males, is getting lower and lower every four years. And the percentage of millennials and Latinos is growing by leaps and bounds. And the reality is there are a lot more new voters out there for the Democrats to motivate than there are for Donald Trump to motivate. There are 4 million more Latinos who are 18 or older now than there were in 2012.
0: Okay. We're going to take a break. We've got a lot to talk about. We've got some tweets. We've got some emails and, of course, your calls. Oh, actually, I didn't even realize – oh, okay. I'm getting very confused. Okay. Uh, We have – we have more time. We're not breaking yet, Brad. Uh, so, Brad, uh, let's take some calls uh, before we do anything else. And let's go to Timothy in Vermont, where Senator Sanders hails from. Line three, listening on TuneIn. Timothy, good afternoon. Comment or question?
3: Oh, Stephanie. I'm not, um, I'm sorry, not, I'm not Stephanie, Timothy.
0: I'm not Stephanie.
3: Well, you're equally as awesome. Thank um, you. My only uh, uh, biases I would have towards what's going on, uh, as to what I saw transpire last night, first of all, uh, is Bernie's lack of media coverage, and C-SPAN even did this, and uh, um, I I was just quite taken aback by it. Um, Furthermore, you know, what I do not understand is why the African-American demographic is so partial to uh, Hillary, given the fact that she, uh, well, uh, in 1994, the crime bill was passed. Uh, Subsequent to that uh, came the mandatory minimums which went directly towards the African-American demographic.
0: Hey, Tim, Timothy, because because you confused me with another talk show host, are you confusing Hillary Clinton with her husband? Because they're, they're two different people. She's a woman, he's a man, and it was her husband who signed that crime bill into law in 1994, not her. She was first lady and had no powers to sign legislation, uh, to vote for legislation or on legislation. She was not yet a senator or secretary of state. Yes. But, but uh, you know... Um, no, but, no, no, not but, yes, but. My husband's a surgeon, and if today he takes off the wrong leg, should I be sued for that as well, even though I'm sitting here talking to you on the radio?
3: Well, I, I, I get your analogy, but uh, conversely, you know, she advocated it, um, and I... Wait, wait, Brad, Brad way in,
0: Brad, way in. Okay
1: let me give you an example. Yes, uh, Bill Clinton uh, signed the crime bill in 1994, uh, a big issue way back when, but how many, that's 21 years ago. No one remembers that except a few people like, crazy people like you and me uh... on the other hand another big issue in among black democrats is uh... gun control and bernie sanders voted against the brady bill three times when he was in congress so far Hillary Clinton has got about 90% of the black Democratic vote uh, compared to about 10% for Bernie. And the reality is, for whatever reason, if you look at the polls, minority voters, African-Americans, and Latinos love Hillary Clinton.
3: Okay, point taken. However,
1: uh, first of all,
3: when it comes to the NRA uh, 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 countenance that Bernie has taken, um, you have to understand that here in Vermont, it's a bit different. And furthermore, the NRA does not like Bernie at all.
1: Well, all the problem is Bernie there is. are a lot of people in Florida and Ohio and Missouri who are very concerned about gun control, hate the NRA, and dislike the fact that Bernie Sanders voted against the Brady Bill
0: uh, three times.
1: Okay.
3: Point taken.
0: Um Well, all I can say. And by the way, that was his vote, not his wife.
3: Right, okay, all right. And and that's true, and I understand that. And uh, uh, just another uh, uh, umbrance that I have is that uh, um, uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz has done everything in her power to stonewall uh, any uh, momentum that Bernie has. And I know that objectivity and politics used in the same sentence would be an oxymoron. But I must say that I feel that we need someone who is running the DNC to be a bit more objective.
1: Well, you're going to get your wish on this one uh, because the minute uh, either Hillary or Bernie, since his nomination, uh, they're going to appoint a new DNC chair. So Debbie Wasserman Schultz is not going to be around maybe for five, four or five more months, and then she's gone. Yeah, but the
3: problem with that is, is that she's going to be there. Be there long enough to do some serious damage.
1: I think she does favor Hillary Clinton, but I don't think that's why uh, Bernie Sanders is getting landslided by black and Latino voters.
0: I appreciate your call, Timothy, uh, and uh, we definitely hope that you'll call us again. Let's go to uh, Reggie in Georgia, Line 2, listening on Progressive Voices. Reggie, good afternoon.
3: Happy hump day to you and Brad Bannon, too, as well, Leslie. Hi, Reggie. Hi, hi, Brad. I, I would like to know, why has Fox News decided to cancel their GOP convention just because that just because one political candidate can't make it or won't make it? Have you ever heard of CNN doing this, if that was Hillary Rodham Clinton that couldn't make it, cancel their uh, DNC convention? I mean, they, I mean, they might as well turn Fox News into Trump news, all Trump all the time. No offense to you, Leslie. I know you work for them, too, but they might as well turn Fox News into Trump news, all Trump all the time, 24-7. If-
0: Hello. Yep. Okay. Well, uh, Reggie, uh, we lost Reggie. Uh, Brad, last word, one sentence. We have like a few seconds.
1: Okay. Uh, Fox News does not help Donald Trump uh, because they hate him, and Fox and Trump hates Fox News.
0: Okay. Brad, we'll uh, talk to you again on Friday of this week. He's with me every Friday, and you know, with these uh, Super Tuesdays, he's been with us some Wednesday to recap it.